Gabriel wandered over to the bookshelf to the left of the window. Military history dominated, everything from campaign reports from the Boer War to recent memoirs from serving soldiers in Iraq and Afghanistan. A hefty slice of one shelf was devoted to political works, including an anthology of great wartime speeches, 1939 to 1944. Another surprise. The speeches recorded weren't Churchill's, as he'd expected, but those of Hitler, Mussolini, and the Emperor Hirohito of Japan. The butler re-entered the room, sniffing as he saw Gabriel holding the book. Your coffee, sir? Kenyon. I hope it meets with your approval. Sir Toby is on his way. The coffee was excellent, served in a delicate bone china cup, decorated with a scene of a fox hunt in full cry. Gabriel savoured the strong, bitter taste as he continued his perusal of the bookshelves. There was more militaria, books on strategy, both for war and business, and sometimes both, including the book that had attained the status of cliché among boardroom types, Sun Tzu's The Art of War. Gabriel had just pulled it off the shelf when the door opened again to reveal his prospective new client, Sir Toby Maitland. The man facing him looked more like a merchant banker than a country squire. He was several inches taller than Gabriel, maybe a shade over six feet, slim and tanned. About fifty-five or sixty, Gabriel estimated, though in the absence of a paunch, lines, or bald patch, it was hard to tell his age precisely. His blonde hair was cut in a floppy fringe that he kept pushing back, exposing a gold watch under his shirt cuff. He offered his hand. Mr. Wolf, Sir Toby Maitland, how do you do? Please, he said, not yet ready to release Gabriel's right hand. Take a seat. The two men sat, Gabriel on the sofa and Maitland on a matching armchair to the right of the fireplace. You have coffee, I see, said Sir Toby. Good. Excellent, Sir Toby. Oh, please, none of the forelock tugging. I insist you call me Toby. The coffee's excellent. Toby, Gabriel said, struggling to match this man's relaxed, almost jovial manner. He pointed to a painting above the fireplace, a female nude picked out in almost abstract blocks of cobalt. Is that a Matisse? Very good. Yes, I picked it up last year. You must remind me later, we've got a few good pieces around the house. I'll get my wife to give you the tour. He pushed his hair back again. The watch flashed in the sunlight coming in through the window. Now, forgive me, I don't have a great deal of time this morning, but I did want to meet you face to face. So if you don't mind, we'll get straight down to business. Not at all. It is why I'm here, after all. Good, good. Now, away from my day job, I have an interest in politics. You may have deduced as much from my books. Gabriel nodded his assent, sipping from his coffee cup and scrutinizing the older man over the rim. Well, the fact of the matter is, I'm considering running for office. Parliament, in fact. Until that unfortunate heart attack, the sitting MP here was a crusty old Tory who got in on the votes of the yeomanry and the middle classes hereabouts. Plus, of course, the landed gentry who think voting for any other party is a species of treason. So you're going to stand for who? I don't see you as a horny-handed son of toil, Toby. You're being provocative, I see that. No, of course not. The left has as much chance down here as that fox on your coffee cup. No, I am considering running as an independent. I have a certain amount of wealth that I am prepared to invest and some influential supporters. Gabriel tried and failed to suppress a frown. He felt it flit across his brow. Maitland, watching him intently, caught the micro-expression. I know what you're thinking. Why not a Tory? That's his natural power base. But they're no better than the socialists. Managerial types with one eye on their popularity and the other on their media profile. 
I intend to shake things up from the outside. An independent, then, Gabriel said. On what platform? A rebirth of English self-confidence, Gabriel. This country lost its way in 1945. We won a great victory. And what did we do? We spent the next three decades bartering away our empire, our sovereignty, our self-respect. Look around you. Look out of those windows. That is England. A land where a man can feel proud to be a good Christian. Gabriel selected his words, feeling his pulse increase by a couple of beats per minute. So, what is it you'd like me to do for you? The older man paused for a second. I want you to help me start a revolution.